Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to the new adventures of a Feast of Films theater with your hosts, Jesse Prosser and Ethan R. Hill. In Technicolor. How to start this episode? It's always difficult to start, isn't it? It's, 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 it is, it is, it is, it is. And then it's hard to finish. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> it is, because we don't know when to shut up. That's, that's 100% true. Um, well, well, a good way to start would be to say, hello, dear viewer. Are we really going to address Welcome the camera? Welcome to, I am. But we did Welcome. do that last time. I did. No, we didn't. All the time. No. I addressed them and was like, hey, you need to watch Doom Patrol. How many of you watch Doom Patrol? I know people watch this episode, so I demand to be told in the comments if you watch Doom Patrol. Oh, I I, I meant like a beginning. We're not, we, we weren't uh, no, introing with No, them. we're not, we're not introing. This isn't, this isn't, uh, what is it, um... But then what was that? <laughs> that was me saying hello. You can say hello without being an intro. No, because that's how you introduce yourself. No! That's literally how you introduce yourself. Uh, you're, you're overthinking it, man. Come on. No, that's, that's an intro. Don't jim the camera, <laughs> please. Um... Well, I think the first thing we need to discuss... The first thing we need to discuss is whether or not people watch Doom Patrol. That's, yes. Well, that was the first thing we discussed. The second thing we need to Did discuss... Did we really discuss it, though? Uh, well, I mean, we addressed it. And, like, I really don't think we can demand too much for people watching Doom Patrol, considering, like, we're only on or episode two, three of season three. No, it's two. No, we, we finished episode two. We finished episode two. We have we're to watch three. episode three. And then the rest of the season. Yeah. So, uh, so dear viewers, uh, don't listen to him. You don't have to watch Doom Patrol yet. Yes, you do. You can start. You don't need to finish. Right now. Stop watching and go watch. Don't tell people <laughs> to stop watching us. <laughs> no, they, they could pause us. They're not going to come back. <laughs> Ye of little faith. <laughs> how many times have you these stopped? these faces? How many times have you stopped a video and then gone back to it after someone said, stop this video, all, go watch this thing? All the time. Okay, some of us have time. I... And, uh, some of us don't have time and have a life. Walk. So... Walk. Don't run to your local video store and rent Doom Patrol, because that's a thing that people can still do. No, it's not. Oh. Well, well they should. I feel like I'm being, like, really... You're you're like, you're, really, like, you're that just... guy in improv that keeps saying no to things is what you are right now. It's really true. It's uh, what happened to me. Yeah, no, it's it's yes and and continue and a walrus walked in. Okay, and and <laughs> and <laughs> he uh, had a gun and he uh, demanded all of the candy in the machine and uh, the money in the cash register. This is how I contribute to writing screenplays Yeah, as that's, well. that's your writing I technique. Just, I just sit and, there and let other people like tell and, me what to do and I just keep it saying and. Yep. <laughs> and then. And, actually, no. So that's, and then. When I started writing, when I started any kind of story stuff, that was actually my biggest, one of my biggest problems grammatically. And then? Is it was literally everything would be and then or all of a sudden. Right. That was my consistent go-to thing. And all of a sudden it was writing. Yeah, and and then I didn't get good marks on it. And, and, and then you failed? No, I never failed because oh, well. my mom lovingly stepped in and she talked to my grade five teacher and was like, hey, 
my family I, is very rich, and we could make you disappear. My mom, and then my, Ethan's grades went up so high. My mom was a teacher, so uh, no, <laughs> we were not very rich at all. Rich in knowledge. I'm just, I'm just kidding, dear viewer. Why are you dressing it like a letter? I know. Dear viewer. Dear viewer. Thank you for watching. And we then. We love you. <laughs> anyway, so my mom talked to my teacher and basically, without bribing him. Um, <laughs> that comes asked later. If what if uh, she could sit down with me mm -hmm. and have me tell her the story and have her type it up. Yeah. So she would take my ideas. And as I was telling it to her and being like. And then this happens, and she would then start a new sentence, and then this. And we'd write this this story, this creative writing piece, and then she'd sit down with me, and she'd go over the grammar and the formatting. Yeah. And so that's that's actually how I learned how to write creatively, was just getting extra tutoring from my mom. Okay. And again, didn't need to do that. She was teaching her own class, her own kids, but she took 10-year-old me aside because she saw that I had this passion for storytelling, and she fostered that and helped helped me write which was really just great it was really awesome and so like so yeah so uh you can overcome the and thens you just have to have a mom that cares exactly and sorry no, prosser my mom cares about me a lot she bought me a vhs of the crow when i was 13 i mean she also cares enough to actually watch our podcast exactly whereas my mom does not exactly so but my mom used to care we're gonna have one less viewer now thanks to you your dad will still watch yeah maybe i don't know Hi, Karen. Hi. Um, but no, uh, my... No, I, I would say my, my creativity was fostered just by being shown movies when I was way younger than I probably should have been to watch them. Because I watched... I, I counter that. I counter that. Because my parents followed the rating strict... The rating systems almost too strictly. Mm. Like PG-13, I could only watch when I was 13, but yep. I couldn't watch 14A movies until I was 14. <laughs> And it's the same even though, rating. Even though they're the same. It just, Although if you're in Alberta, sometimes 14A is an R movie. I was in Saskatchewan, so... It, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's completely out the window. So I, I counter your claim, but I, I'm curious to hear the rest of your tale. Well, because again, like, I I watched... Uh, I mean, I watched Demolition Man when I was probably like 10. Logan's like Run at 10. Logan's Run, yeah. Were, so, there, were there boobs in Demolition Man? I don't think so. My mom showed me boobs by accident. I mean, do you count Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> He's got them man jugs, yeah. <laughs> them mandibles. <laughs> Such a good movie. Um, yeah, like I said, I watched The Crow when I was 13. Because my mom went to a yard sale. And she's like, hey, I bought you a movie. And it was the crow. Was it the same thing though, where your mom was like, "I bought you this movie. I only saw the TV edit." No, no, no. Like, no, mom knew exactly what she bought. It was great. It was amazing. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll watch this. Click. Oh my god. You know, the more I learn about the you, the more I kind of understand how this this happened. Yeah, and how your brain works, and it's it's fascinating. I like to think so. This ten years of living together hasn't actually been like. Um, it it's, hasn't, it hasn't been, actually been like for anything other than I'm writing a really in-depth anthropology it's, it's paper a, on you. It's been a behavioral experiment yes, this whole time. Yes, I'm just, I'm not actually a film student. I am an anthropologist and I'm just studying a student, your evolution. A student of humanity. <laughs> We're deep. Oh yes, you know it. 
Anyway, um, I think we do we do need to talk about one thing in particular because last week, um, completely off topic, but last week, um, uh, I had mentioned that they should bring Futurama back. No, you, your specific thing was I think they could have bring it back. They could bring it back, and, and they didn't need to bring it. Yeah, back. Yeah, whether or not they chose to or not, it would work either way. Yeah, hundred percent. Little did we realize that Matt Groening was one of our 40 viewers of the last episode. Apparently. And he's like, you know what? I think it's the time is now. <laughs> There's These enough two interest random people in Alberta <laughs> uh, decided to, to inspire me <laughs> to bring back the show that I felt most passionately about. I, I can't wait, but also <clears throat> it's either going to be a dream come true or my worst nightmare. That's really what it comes down to. I think it's going to be a show. Yes. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like we said last time, whether or not um, it's good or bad, it doesn't take away from the rest of the series. Exactly. Because the rest of the series can end right there. Yep. 100%. Like, it, 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 like I said, it ends in such a way that you literally can just call it right there and just watch the whole thing over again. Or if we're going to get a continuation, like it, there's a perfect spot for it. I'm yep. curious how they're going to handle it, though, because, like, it kind of implies that, like, they're basically going back in, like, they're going to go back in the timeline to a certain point. So maybe it'll be a weird thing where, like, it completely reboots the timeline or something along those lines. Like, who knows? Who knows? Well, theoretically, Fry and Leela would have their memories from that. Exactly. And the professor as well, because he's the one who found them. It's true. So... That could also be interesting, kind of a weird Flashpoint thing, but hopefully better than Flashpoint. Or they just don't address it. <laughs> That's also entirely a thing they could do as well. Yep. They, they do one-off jokes every now and again about, like, things being different, but ultimately it's just they get to tell their story more. I'm I'm pretty much fine with whatever they're going to do. Yeah, um, again, it's it's until it comes out, we don't really know. Exactly. And it's and and that's fine. I'm fine waiting to find out if I'm going to be, com like completely happy and satisfied or gravely disappointed. We'll see what happens. Starts crying profusely. <laughs> that's that's the most likely result. I would say. <laughs> Either way, we won't tell you if it's tears of joy or sadness. It's just him crying for two hours. That's that's the next episode. <laughs> exactly. Um. But no, I mentioned um, mentioned the video store thing earlier. I'm kind of curious. Um, how are there many movies that like you discovered just by like going to the video store and picking them out? Or so, yes. Okay. But also no. Okay. So a lot of the ones that I discovered at movie stores um, was. Ones that I shouldn't have been watching right? at the time because it was me and my friends would go and we'd, you know, one of us was of the age where they could rent the rated R horror movies. Yeah. And they would rent those. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that is where that kind of came from. Um, which again, though, it would, like especially the age that we were growing up, it wasn't really great horror that was in the movie stores. Like there were some not, old not stuff. Not exactly, yeah. There were some old classics, but what? it was a lot of it was a lot of like the newest ones that just released, and like the two thousands in horror are 
lukewarm at best. Why, Ethan, whatever do you mean? <laughs> there's really good horror, but there's more bad that came out in that time period. Yeah. Especially, like, because for me, that all happened from 2000 and... When did I switch schools? Because I didn't do a lot... I guess Mortal Kombat. Drew and me rented Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That was more 90s, though. Like That was 90s, and again, we were younger and shouldn't have done that. But like yes. the most, most of the memories that I have from going to Blockbuster are from, I'd say, 2007 to 2009. Right. Because there was one in walking distance of my school. Right. So me and my friends, we'd just go to Blockbuster, mm-hmm. and we'd rent a few movies and then go home okay. and uh it was it was nearby it wasn't any kind of journey um before that before i moved there was a store video time i think i've talked about it before but it was i a, believe so yeah it was a corner store in saskatoon um that was just decked out with all sorts everything every kind of movie imaginable video games all that kind of stuff yeah but a lot of that was renting with my family mm-hmm so I didn't get a lot of say in what I could rent. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, a lot of my stuff was I would buy movies and then watch it. Like, I would gamble. That's the reason my collection is as big as it is. Yeah, I can... Is I didn't I, rent them yeah. because at the end of the day, if I'm going to, you know, do a thing where, if like... If you're going to spend five bucks renting a movie, you might as well buy one for, like, ten or fifteen. Well, in back, CD Plus and HMV used to have, like, the sales of, like, oh, there's three for fifteen, or there's... Uh, yeah. two for 20 or there's like and i saw i could get like a bunch of movies for a really decent price yeah. and i just explored like that was basically that for me whereas renting wasn't really it was something we did just not a lot mm-hmm. okay that makes sense because that's like um we had two places in town that were rental heavy it's like uh, the old radio shack which Eventually, oh, yeah, Radio Shack used to rent movies. Yeah, like um, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, there was Radio Shack, and then there was a um, wasn't I can't remember if it was actually like a proper blockbuster it's, or not. I feel is like it the it store was. that's still there. Uh, it's still there, but it's not. Well, came Radio. It was Radio Shack, then it was a source, and now it's just an independent store. Ran okay, so that's who it is. Yeah, it's been the same manager the whole time. And it's really funny because every time I go back there, he's like, "Oh, hey, man, I haven't seen you in a couple of years." No, and it's, like, oh. it's a dope store. Like, yeah. I think last time we went, we found like piles of old comics. Yeah, I got like like there's a couple of Alien versus Predator comics that the dude had, and like I got a bunch of random like Batman, Aquaman, like just really random stuff. But like, it was dope. Like, it's a really cool space, and I love independent stores like that. Hundred percent, man. Like th- this uh, this summer, I feel like me and you need to actually like explore Calgary more. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I would be down. Um, but like that's... Figure out the scene, you know? Yeah. But no, that's like... Because that's where I ended up renting a lot of like the horror movies that I ended up being interested in. Because like... Now, did you rent them or did your parents rent them for you? My parents rented them. See, your parents were <laughs> hip. Your parents were cool. They were with it. Yeah. My parents... Well, again, they, they had to like look at it and be like, is this okay? Which was weird considering the movies I got to watch, but... What did they say no to? I've never heard... I've been told... For years, about what your parents let you watch, I've never once heard you say, my parents wouldn't let me see this movie. Well, that's the thing. Like, for the most part, they were pretty, like, again, they were pretty much cool with most of the stuff I rented. Like, 
like Dog Soldiers was a rental initially. Yeah. I like went to the store and it was I, Wait, you at your movie store? Your random movie store up in uh at the basket. Had Dog Soldiers. What the heck? Yeah, that was the one that I'm pretty sure was a blockbuster had that one. And like I went in and I saw the DVD and I was like, "Ooh, hey, cuz there was a quote on the front that said it was like alien and predator with a werewolf twist and i was like oh i like all those <laughs> sign me up oh yeah it was like jaws aliens and predator with a werewolf twist and i was like oh i like all those things with werewolves that's why, why they put those quotes on the exactly to, to, to get suckers like you <laughs> suckers who will watch an awesome movie it's an okay movie dog soldiers is great you it's all right go watch dog soldiers right now um a lot of d movies yep and then uh, the howling was another one we rented the first three. Me and uh, me and my sister. We rented the first three Howling movies. Watched the first. I was like, "Oh, that was really good." And then, then it was a sharp downhill from there. I would the say the werewolf is your sister. Yeah, your sister is a werewolf. And I was like, "Oh, hey, Count Dooku," because <laughs> that's what I knew Christopher Lee from at the time. Not Saruman, you know, like a good movie. Um, <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. But no, I was like, oh, it's Count Dooku. He's going to fight werewolves with titanium instead of silver because apparently titanium also works in that universe. Um, and then, yeah, he he has he says titanium also kills werewolves. They just kind of came up with their own mythology. Is there a reason why? Like, is it pure metal? Like, I think is it, that... Yeah, because it's a pure metal titanium also works on werewolves. <laughs> um, oh, oh, that's not even the weirdest thing. So, like, Judas Priest would work on them, too. Exactly. Because it's pure metal. Pure metal. Yeah. Um, you kill... That's the movie. <laughs> I only like country western and easy listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, their ears are very sensitive. They can't... The shrill guitar solo. The face-melting guitar solo. The face-melting guitar solo. Just like their their werewolf face just can starts this, falling can off. This, can this be a thing now? Like, we, can we do a werewolf movie where it's a metal band, but they discover that their music is actually, like, werewolf kryptonite? Because they're pure metal. Pure metal. <laughs> There's some... Um, oh, try this. Oh. And they put on Kiss, and it's like, that's disco. <laughs> Oh no, their record's gone platinum. <laughs> Throws the vinyl, cuts off where it says. Yes. Print it, write it. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, it's, uh, you call it, um, called like shredding or something like that. No. The shredding. No, no. Um. Metal and werewolf. I mean, there's like, there's barking at the moon, but that's like, uh,. Is that Judas Priest? No, Bark at the Moon is uh, Ozzy. Ozzy, yeah. That could work as a title, though. <laughs> you have that song in there, too? Like, that's, yep. that's the credit song? It's close to midnight. <laughs> it's two minutes to midnight. That's Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh, that's like, like all, all the dialogue. We got to reference uh, different metal bands as well. That sure is one powerful wolf. Ah! Uh, power <laughs> wolf. Power Wolf. Oh my the god. The metal band, Power Wolf. <laughs> also the fantastic band. They're right. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of Satan in there, though. <laughs> That's what I said. They're and all right. A, and as a good Christian program, I don't think we can uh... promote Power Wolf. <laughs> nope. Obviously not. Um... <laughs> talk about The Exorcist, but we can't talk about we Power Wolf. We can't talk about The Exorcist. <laughs> the Power Wolf is too far, damn it. 
Um, but no, like uh, there's got to be a good title in there. There's got to be. Um, um, it's uh, cause of course, like w- when you're talking about a Return of the Living Dead, you have Rave to the Grave. Yeah. Like, you, there's got to be something like that that's got a nice, like, rhythm to it. <laughs> An American Werewolf in concert? Um, that sounds like the musical version of yeah, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that sounds like uh, <laughs> American Werewolf in concert. <laughs> John Landis, if you're watching, uh, we have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to call you Meatloaf Jack! <laughs> Sung to the tune of Meatloaf. Yeah! <laughs> this just writes itself. Yep. There's a whole dance number with the uh, <laughs> the Nazi werewolves. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> God, I want... That's two things now that I wish were reality. American Werewolf in concert. We, we gotta make this happen. I feel like there's there's gotta be a title. I'm blank. I this is this is comment down below what you think the title of our fictitious metal werewolf movie should be. Please, because titles are the one thing that I'm terrible with. Yeah, normally I'm pretty good at it, but like I'm drawing a blank on this one. Ninety percent of my working titles are just descriptions of the movie. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is a uh, comedy western. Oh, that's the name of the movie. Comedy yep. western. Comedy western. <laughs> Oh, this is... Uh, uh, the latest moving picture. We got uh, a... Horror movie about this thing. Oh, man, that's a great title. That's a great title. <laughs> oh, avant-garde. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> that's why my titles become so, so long. So brave, so brave. But that's like, 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 Dan Bright's is an anomaly of how short of a title is that I've been able yeah. to come up with. Yeah, most of your titles are like, they're okay. not quite Doctor Strange love as far as excessiveness, but they get pretty far. The closest so far has been, um, Oranges. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, that's a long title, but I love it. And then, um... I think it's fine to have a long title as long as it shortens up pretty well in conversation. Yeah. Because, like, Oranges, like, I think that'll be just fine. But I wouldn't want to just call the movie Oranges, because that... Yeah. Anyone... Ooh, avant-garde, avant-garde. Well, the thing is, the thing is, too... Especially in this day and age, mm-hmm. you want to be able to Google something. Exactly. And if I Google oranges, you're gonna get uh, the color, the the, the, the fruit. Um, you're gonna get uh, tan- tanning recipes. There's you're gonna, gonna be get... a lot. There's gonna be a lot more popping up than if I had an orange for every person in this room. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And if that's the title of the movie, even if people don't remember every single word in there, they're gonna be like. Orange for every person in the room. Boom, Google. Yeah, if I had an orange. Uh, yeah. Orange person room. Orange person room? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the Jersey Shore. <laughs> well, we just lost, lost the whole demographic. Oh, no. Forget about it. Hey. <laughs> Does the Jersey Shore still exist? Like, not the I show. I don't know. But like... Like in my brain, so well, like Jersey still has a shore, presumably. The the ice caps haven't melted that much. You don't know. I mean, they could. Have. I don't know. Like that's it's funny because like before the show Jersey Shore popped up, I didn't that like that region just didn't exist in my brain. <laughs> you and then you didn't think about the shore of Jersey no, as a place I, that people do things. Honestly, I don't know why, but like even like New Jersey Devils, I thought they were a landlocked state. <laughs> Well, no, as we found out in our research about Gotham, 
apparently Gotham's in Jersey. Yeah, I didn't know that. I Again, I thought it was just landlocked. I thought it was just a landlocked city. I just thought it was just, you know, middle of a bunch of fields. Yeah. That's what my brain did. And then it's like, Jersey Shore. And I'm like, oh, that's odd. And then the show now, ended. And now I just... See, now see, what they really needed to do if they wanted to get the viewership up is they should have had the Jersey Devil show up on Jersey Shore. Like, are you talking the hockey team or like the fictitious cryptid? The, the ficti- yes, the fictitious cryptid. Obviously. <laughs> why did you... Why did you quotation fictitious? Well, you, you, we don't know. It could be It could be there. Could I not don't be. think that the Jersey Devil... Like, look, <laughs> Bigfoot, I'll give you. you. Loch Ness, I'll give you. There are, are certain cryptids that I will I will concede could possibly exist. Yes, fair. And this comes from someone who studied cryptids for a long time. Are you going to look up evidence of Jersey Devil? I am going to look Devil? up the Jersey Devil. Because this is why we have our computers here. Yes, of course. Um, not for, for me to fact per- Not for me to peruse. Uh, Listen, I I'm not posters. saying I'm not saying that I believe the Jersey Devil is real. What I am saying though is could be. Um, also, it's a weird looking creature. I think so. A biped with hooves. Yes. Oh, so weird. And it looks like a kangaroo or a wyvern. So it's basically like a dragon-kangaroo hybrid. That sounds amazing. Sounds... That sounds like a thing that would actually exist in Australia. With a blood-curdling scream. That just sounds like someone heard a goat and, like, this just drew a creature being like, <laughs> This is what a this goat, sounds a like! A goat up on its hide legs going... <laughs> blood-curdling scream. Um, the most recent one... Is, I think, 1960s? For appearances? Yeah. Otherwise, uh, there was a wave of sightings in 1909. Oh, my God. That's about it. But, uh, and there are skeptics believing, uh, yeah. So, most skeptics just think it's a creative, uh, creation. So, uh, yes. A creative creation? Yes. Wow. Look, you can have very uncreative creations. Look at the Transformers movies. Ooh. Shots fired. Yep, in slow motion, while the <laughs> the camera cameras are a low angle. <laughs> exactly. That's the kind of shots you fire. But you know what? For every Transformers movie, we get a uh, The Rock. We get uh, the island. We get the island. We get um, again every... Bad Boys. We get Bad Boys Two. We get um, Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life. No, he didn't direct that one. Oh, he didn't. I thought that was. Um, I thought Joe Cornish did that one. No, I don't or sorry, think so. no Joe Callan. I can't remember the guy's name. I was pretty sure that it was him. No, I know he like Michael Bay produced it, but I, I don't. He for I don't think he directed it. I could be wrong about that. I don't know. Either way, the, I just work here. The, the point is, there is irrefutable evidence of the Jersey Devil existing, um, and I think we found the exact opposite of that. <laughs> that's true. Anyways. The the point is, if a if if a uh, a a screaming goat showed up on <laughs> on Jersey Shore, I would wasn't too- that like ninety percent of their cast? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've never watched the show. I never had any attention to. Yeah. My main point was when the show ended and no one was talking about it anymore. The Jersey Shore, like the the entire it evaporated. It just disappeared in my brain. It was <laughs> like I just realized, like I've never considered that to be a place again. Ever since the show ended. Like a Judge Ito story, it just like tornadoed up into the sky and <laughs> yep. and disappeared. Snooky's in the clouds somewhere. Snooky's in the clouds. 
And then that's the terror at, uh, what is it, uh, 20,000 feet? <laughs> there's there, a tanned person on the wing. There's a Snooky on the wing. <laughs> Help! Me! Oh, God! I don't know why I'm here! <laughs> Stop the play! <laughs> There, there's a there's a woman on the wing. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're crazy. That's not really. She's right there. <laughs> She's asking us to to land the plane. For the love of God, somebody land this thing. Oh, he's clearly crazy. Yes. Um. Oh God, what were we talking about? We got um, a Jersey Shore. Cryptids, Jersey Shore, Loch Ness monster. Somewhere in there. No, Loch Ness Monster came after. Yeah, Loch Ness Monster was after. How did we get on the Jersey? <laughs> oh yeah, because Jersey Shore. We're 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 get we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, um video, you, video you, stores, werewolves, you dis- titles. You disparage New Jersey. I did disparage and cost us a fan base. Yes, I did disparage. And then we just continued to make it worse. I did disparage New Jersey, yes. Um And and you know what? It's fine. It's it's just, I apologize. But it's gonna be okay. Um, oh my god, I can't remember what we're talking. About. Um, werewolves. Werewolves, and, which we've definitely so on, not talked about before. So in the Howling Three, the werewolves are marsupials. Does it take place in Australia? Yes, actually. Um, Do you think it was because budget cuts? Uh, could be. I, in fact, I would almost guarantee you that's exactly why. Um, it's really weird though, because like. Like, it's like, the movie start like, it, so much happens in that movie, but it's like, this lady escapes from, like, her, like, clan of werewolves from the, in the outback to, like, Sydney, and then, like, a movie producer finds her, and, like, tries to put her in a movie, and then werewolf nuns show up to try and find her, and then there's, like, a werewolf god... That attacks somebody and then is blown up with a bazooka. Um, so is that where you think that people just kind of stopped caring? I mean, they made five more of them, so... Well, I mean, like, writing it. Oh, yes, naturally, yes. I'm pretty sure the seventh one is mostly just clips from the prior three, so... It's a clip episode. <laughs> it kind of, yeah. They were trying to, like, make a continuity out of the, like, five... Like, four, five, and six or something. No. Five, six, and seven. Anyway, it the Howling franchise is a mess. Like people say that, like Texas Chainsaw and Friday the Thirteenth are a mess. The Howling is a bigger mess. I think that stems from just people not seeing it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because, like, because uh, really, I mean, Jason has a pretty, pretty solid continuity over all things considered. Yeah, but that's because people kept going, right? Yeah, they just because at the end of the they day, just kept going. At the end of the day, no matter what the quality of it is, you're still watching. You're still watching teenagers getting murdered. Like, yeah, there's a very basic concept to it. It's not like with... Um, with, with werewolves, that. there's lore. There's a bunch of lore you have to build around it. Jason, his lore changed every single uh, every single. It's movie. It's true. They, they just kept adding to it. Yep. Even if it contradicted things that happened in the last movie. Like in part two, he has hair. Then suddenly he doesn't have hair. And then... He uh, got a haircut. He was looking... He was looking good for three. That's what he was trying to do. He was just trying to look fancy. He's like, I need to get this mop off my head. I'm gonna talk to my agent. Isn't it all within the same week though? Uh two, three, and four are like they do take place in the same week, yes. 
and then there's like a seven or eight year jump for part five, and then there's another like year or two jump for part six. But they all take, but they all got released like within a couple years of each other, so it's like the movies came out in the 80s, but now they're like taking place in the 90s, I'm pretty sure. I think so. I think that's what the timeline says. Yeah, I, I looked it up at one point. I honestly can't remember. But yeah. <coughs> point is, though. Um, yeah, I'm wondering what the point is. I really don't know I, anymore. I, I believe it stemmed from me asking you the question of, what movies did your parents tell you no to? <laughs> <laughs> you sent us on this much of a wild goose chase it's to true. not answer this question. Yeah, um... I mean, I just explained to you the movies they let us rent. I don't think there were any that they didn't that I could think of. I feel like there's got to be something. I feel like Saw and Hostel were two of them. Sostel. Sostel. Yeah, Salsa. Um, yeah, Saw and Hostel, I'm pretty sure, were movies that we were not allowed to rent. Were there any comedies you weren't allowed to see? or? Um, no, because I'm pretty sure... Well, I mean, like I saw the scary movies at other people's places. Um... Well, and I also, I forgot asking you that doesn't make sense because you, you have no sense of humor, so why would you be watching comedies? It's, it's true, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Least funny man I know. And 100%. I, I, I'm a very serious man. At, Always, at the all the, the time. Day. 100%. That's again um, why fictional was in quotations. Fictional, uh, Jersey Devil. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I quoted the Jersey Devil this time. Like, <laughs> Because we know it's just a go with wings. Exactly. Those are everywhere. There's the wait with wings. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, goats have wings all the time. All right. Yeah. You want to? You don't see them. I, I, they're flying. They're man. flying around. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Makes, We're too busy running in fear. That makes sense to me. Exactly. Um, That's why we haven't caught Bigfoot either. Also has wings. Also has wings. Yeah, they just fly away. I'd be freaking terrified. Is that? Do people? Is, just is, flaps his feet. And... Is, is this now part of the uh, lore of Mothman? Like. uh... Do people think they're seeing the Mothman, but really it's just Bigfoot flying around with wings? Could be. Could be. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, weird cryptozoology characters that, like, you would assume would be movies by now or, like, have a decent movie, and they just don't. Like, there's so many Bigfoot movies, and some of them are pretty good. Even then, though, like, quantity-wise, like, I'd say compared to, like, mythological creatures, like, if you look at vampire movies versus Bigfoot, the percentage is way off. Yeah. Even werewolves. Like, we've talked about there's barely any werewolf movies. Yeah, there's still, like... Okay, there's there's a lot of werewolf movies. There aren't a lot of, like, great werewolf movies. Even then, I'd still say the percentage of vampires versus that. Yeah, there's and so then many now, vampire movies. But now take that to, like, even more niche things. Because, mm -hmm. like, everyone knows what a werewolf is. Everyone knows what a vampire is. Is there a lock... There's gotta be a Loch Ness Monster, like, horror movie. There, like... I feel like it, but I mean, like, but those... There's have, a lot of documentaries about him. But I feel like a lot of those have been more supplanted by, like... I mean... Movies that are, like, like deep-sea movies. Yeah. Like Leviathan, or even Jaws, or Lake Placid. Yep. Like, all those have a similar premise to what exactly a Loch Ness horror movie would be. Right. Where it's so essentially... a lot of use doing an actual Loch Ness horror film because of that. Yeah, and, like, and again, it's such a very specific... Thing, but I mean, you could also do the Ogopogo, which I'm pretty sure there's there's got to be movies there, just probably not good big budget ones. And also, again, ocean movies are so rare because it's so hard to shoot on water. Only oh, hundred yeah, percent. Like, um, I mean, shit, man. Like, uh, even Orca that we watched recently, like a 
lot of that took place just like in the town and then it was like the end of the movie was on the water and the beginning of the movie was on the water but even then when they were in the water at the end i'm pretty sure that was just a set it looked like it yeah it was like a pool and all that still pretty whereas with jaws it was on a boat in open water yeah just had to turn the camera a little bit and you would have seen the shore and then there's the boats coming in and messing us up yep pretty much so good though and Orca, surprisingly good movie as well. So, you, you cried. I did. It was very emotional. When that, I'm not, not going to spoil the movie, but like there are so many, uh, there's so many moments that are just high emotion. <laughs> that were also just really confusing at times. And yep. Like the, the whale getting in a car accident. That was really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that, that was the funniest thing watching the movie because you were like, did that whale just... Because there was, like, a cut from, like, the whale's eyes to, like, just to a, a car, car crash. Accident. And then back to, like, the guy that the whale was looking at. And Ethan was like, did that whale, whale just get into a car crash? Like, what? What? That's what it implied. That's, that's definitely what, what it implied. That's, that's why editing's important, kids. You gotta, like... Because it should have gone... The whale, then the, the guy, guy, then, then the, the car, car crash, crash, then back to the guy. Exactly. To but show like, that it's his memory. But it was like, yeah, it was like guy, then whale, then car, car crash, crash, then, then guy. guy. <laughs> it was, it's just like, like, man, how fast was he going? And like, how did he fit in that car? Like, that's a that's a family sized sedan. <laughs> like, it, it's uh, he rented a clown car. It's the only one that they could fit in. The clown cars, clown cars clown have like cars. your clown cash. Do they have do they have different physics on the inside? Uh, yeah, they're bigger on the inside. Oh, it's similar to the TARDIS and uh, Santa's uh, sleigh as well. Obvious. His sleigh or the bag? Um, both. I feel like no. I feel like the sleigh is just a sleigh. <laughs> well, it's clearly not just a sleigh. It flies, Ethan. It's <laughs> no, the reindeer fly. Yeah, and but, they pull the sleigh. Yeah, but like, how fast are they got to be going to move that sleigh? fast like, like how do you think dude he he covers the whole world in one night yeah but like, in a, like yeah but if the sleigh to 12 hours but, but, but the sleigh has no magical properties like it, the things gotta be pretty heavy you know no matter how fast they're going if there isn't like a solid connection between that and the reindeer if it's there's gonna, enough loss no if there's a, it does if you watch actually santa claus movies and stuff like that the sleigh usually bobs Hmm. It doesn't fly straight along. It, like it's actually I, interesting. I hadn't considered. That. Yeah, you don't watch a lot of Christmas movies. I watch a lot of Christmas movies. I watch Santa Claus. I hard. I watch Lethal Weapon. I watch Jingle All the Way. Now Christmas is, classics. Is Santa in the lead role of any of those films? Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't say. I can't say he is. No. Exactly. So if you watched a couple with Santa, you would I mean, see that like, the. Uh, the sleigh sometimes falls first, especially like when they're going off a I roof. I mean, Mel Gibson does play Santa in a newer movie. That doesn't count. It just could be a sequel, you don't know. But no, what I'm saying is maybe, when he, maybe when they're... Riggs retired from the force and there was a Santa Claus situation and then Riggs became Santa Claus. What I'm saying <laughs> is even if you watch a lot of times when like Santa goes off the roof, yeah. like the reindeer will go off and even they'll dip a little bit. But then the sleigh usually comes off at the end and it dips a lot and then gets lifted up because right. the reindeer are the magical part. Fair enough. Okay. No, I dig that. That's that's actually why, like, I think in a lot of um, a lot of Christmas movies like Elf or the Santa Claus and stuff, you see like 
the sleigh is like more technologically driven. Mm-hmm. Like there's more tech inside of it. Yeah. To counteract they the seem to uh, lean magical into that properties. A, they seem to lean into that a bit more with some movies, like a lot of modern movies. Like, we gotta justify why the sleigh is flying around. The reindeer is why it's flying around. <laughs> I just said that. That was the whole speech there. No, I know. I'm just saying. Because the reindeer are the magical part. Yes. Yes. Truly magical. How do we get here? I don't know. Oh, this this episode this episode's gonna be weird. Maybe that's the Jersey Devil is Santa's reindeer. Oh my god! They get separated. People hear them in the woods. No, the Jersey Devil's Rudolph. But she doesn't glow red. Could have you seen a Jersey Devil? No, even? that's Mothman. That's Moth <laughs> Mothman is Rudolph. Rudolph. Yep. Just can we have a can we have a movie now of like Santa Claus, but like his reindeer are a bunch of different cryptids? So yes. They all like Bigfoot in there. And if he has wings, yeah. Yep. Why not? There's a, yeah, there's a Jersey Devil. Uh, Mothman's out front because of his red eyes. <laughs> you know. Uh, Bigfoot and Nessie and... Yeah, Nessie is the sleigh. Nessie... I wish I knew more cryptids. I should. There's Nessie. There's... Um, there's yeah, like, clearly Nessie is the sleigh. Um, Mothman, the red-eyed cryptid. Cryptid. <laughs> Had some um, very shiny eyes. Like a stop sign. And if you ever saw them, saw th- you would be terrified. Oh no! <laughs> All of the other cryptids, cryptids used to laugh and call him names. Like Owl Man. <laughs> I don't know. They never let poor Mothman, Mothman join any cryptid games. Like, you don't even need to change most of the lyrics. Yep. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Mothman. Ah! <laughs> and that's the end of the song. Because Mothman ate Santa. Yeah, Mothman. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, that's. <laughs> Santa. And then Santa was eaten by Mothman. The end. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so this means we're not getting presents this year? No. No. You're not getting presents any year. Yep. Santa, that's it. Santa's gone. Goodbye. So I guess that's the other question too, though. Like, would um, like movie monsters be considered cryptid movies? I guess it kind of depends. Because like cryptids tend to be more um, the classification for like modern monsters. Whereas like... I think tra- but they're not monsters. They're creatures that you think are real and exist that there's no actual, like, that there's no proof to, right? Like to be fair, that's most monsters, even if they do have, like, an extensive mythology. Because, like... Well, no, because I wouldn't consider um, a minotaur to be a cryptid. That's fair. But, like, if there was a cryptid... Like, if there was a minotaur, like, in Minnesota or something like that... Not the Minnesota minotaur. Yeah, the, yeah. The, my favorite basketball team... <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota Minotaurs. Yeah, fictional, fictional sports team. There okay. we go. Um, and the Minnesota Minotaurs coming around the bend. But like, would you consider the creature from the Black Lagoon, or is it more animalistic things are considered cryptids, and more humanoid ones aren't? I think that's true. Like, I, I, I truly don't know the like the proper definition of what like a like what makes a cryptid different from like. 
a heart, like just like a traditional monster. Well, let me just check. Um, let's just take a gander, shall we? It's a legendary creature, so maybe that. Oh, so maybe it is a fictional creature. Mm. Uh, fictional creature. So does it actually fall under the category of cryptozoology? Crypto duology. Crypto dudeology. Dude, Bigfoot's right over there, man. <laughs> you know, once upon a time, I could search up cryptozoology, and uh, I would get that pretty quick. I'd type in crypto, and it'd be that. Now it's cryptocurrency. I'm very upset by that. NFTs. Cryptozoology is a pseudoscience and uh, subculture that searches for unknown, legendary, or extinct animals. Mm-hmm. Jersey so, Devil is accounting that. Okay. So, like, cryptozoology basically is, like, um, like, it's not necessarily, like, a monster, but it's, like, a, a, like, species of animal that is believed to have been existed, believed to have existed in legend. Yeah, the, the examples that they have is, like, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, Yeti, Chupacabra. Yeah, things that Jersey could, Devil and Mokele Mbembe. Monsters that have more of a basis in reality than something like a vampire or a werewolf or what have you. So that's kind of the... I guess that's kind of the difference. It's true. Um, I thought there used to be like... Oh, there's a list of... List of cryptids. What do we got? <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce half of these. <laughs> because I think some of them are, would be like different languages too. Obviously like different uh, nations have their own cryptids and things like that. Canada has a bunch of different pogos. There's the Ogo Pogo, the Man Manny Pogo, the Ego Pogo. Uh Pogo Corn Dog. Get out. <laughs> but like that's the thing, cause sea serpents fall underneath this. Mm. Right. So the Kraken would technically be a cryptid. I think. Would that? This is a whole thing now. Sorry, guys. This is a, I was planning to We have to now say, gone way away from movies, and now we're discussing fictional monsters. I was planning to, like, not be on my computer this much, but now... No, like, you're actually doing a research thing, as opposed to blatantly ignoring me like you did last time. Sorry, posters. Um, Kraken. Uh, legendary sea monster. So, yeah, I guess that falls under... Technically, okay. yeah. Well, a sea serpent is different than a sea monster. Yes. Because a sea serpent is more like a one long creature, whereas like a, a sea ser or sea monster could be literally anything from like a megalodon to like um a giant squid, right? Right. No, fair enough. And so, there's been plenty of movies with megalodons in them, that's for sure. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like, do they count? Yeah, they count. Um, lots of leg monsters. I guess these are all leg monsters. Mm. What the heck is this? The, the ninjin? It's just legs and a blob. Oh, it's like, um, yeah, people, that's one that, like, people say exists in Antarctica. It's like, uh, like a humanoid whale type thing. It's a, just a whale's face. It's like a beluga whale's face on two legs. <laughs> I think they're, usually they're depicted with arms, though, I, I think. Um, not that I've seen. Uh, skeptics believe that it is an iceberg that looked like a sea monster. Ah, that's entirely possible. Seems far more uh, 
like reality than uh... oh no you're right uh it might have arms or oh maybe it's work walking on its hands maybe that's what this is <laughs> that'd be hilarious like uh like uh what's his name from star wars um Sebulba? no well yes Sebulba, but um the max rebo apparently walks on his hands or no, sorry. No, plays with his he feet. Play, he plays music with his feet because his arms are what people think his ears are. <laughs> Blew my mind, frankly. So yeah, specifically looking at these, I'm very surprised that... Um, I'm actually very surprised that uh, there's not more movies based off of this. Right? Or at least that we've seen. But again, maybe that's also just like... A lack of these movies... Like, would they sell? Like, do you think cryptid movies would sell? Well, like, uh, I mean, some of them do. Um, I mean, like, how, I guess, does does a Wendigo count as a cryptid? Or is that more of, like, a, like a legend? Because it's more of, like, a vengeful, like, it's more like a spirit type deal than an actual, like, creature, I suppose. True. Honestly, the lines here are very blurred. Yeah, I could see that. That's kind of what I've... I've come to learn. Yeah. But, like, but do you think, like, do you think it's a lack of marketability thing? Because, like, I don't know, like, do you even have a favorite movie that involves, a, like, a, involves a cryptid? Or, like, can you think of any that, like, people... Harry, Harry and the Hendersons. That's a good, that's actually a fair answer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for that. That's a good movie, too. Right? It's a good movie, and a very different depiction of Bigfoot than most other movies do. Because, like, there are definitely a lot of movies where, like, uh, I'm the Bigfoot, and I'm a monster, Arr. You know, it, it's kind of crazy if you think about, like, the early years of, like, The Incredible Hulk. He was totally a cryptid. Oh, 100%, because people are like, oh, yeah, I saw a big green thing right in the woods. Ah, ah. looks like Grandpa's been drinking again. <laughs> was, there, was there an episode where, uh... The Incredible Hulk fought Bigfoot. We could sit down and watch the show and find out. We should. That, yeah. I feel like that's a no-brainer, really. Well, I mean, in the Marvel Universe, there is a superhero that is a Bigfoot. Right. Oh, isn't that... um just, just the name of Sasquatch. And isn't that the guy who uh, Wolverine fights before he fights the Hulk? Or no, that's reverse? the Wendigo. The Wendigo, okay. Yeah, there's there's a Canadian superhero, Sasquatch, and his arch enemy is the Wendigo. Ah, okay. Well, it all makes sense now. And they're basically just furry versions of like they're just they're just yeah they're just big furries they're just big furries eh? big furries no well we got a whole other audience now (laughs) (laughs) we're making up for the jersey audience not being here exactly um but like so what there's also um i think i've talked to you about before there's a legend of boggy creek yeah which like that's um well that wasn't a big hit though it was for what i mean again for the amount of money that they spent on it like that's what i'm saying like it did really well and it's like Kind of like a cult hit type deal. Um, like has, and that's what I'm saying. Like, has there any been, ever been like any really successful, um, really successful movies made around cryptids? Um, because I I'm drawing a complete blank. Well, there's um, I, I think this counts. Brotherhood of the Wolf, because that's based on the uh, the Beast of Gibbledon. Again, it's not like a big like blockbuster. But is that a movie, werewolf but... though? Still, uh, no, no. Like it's a very different creature in the movie, anyway. Um, in um, it, you watched the movie, didn't you? <laughs> it was French. I was half paying oh, attention. Oh God, 
You missed Mark Dacascus doing Kung Fu. No, no, I watched that part. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, but no, I like that in that movie. It's like you think it's like a big like mystical monster, and then it just ends up being a sad thing that happens. I don't want to spoil the movie, but uh, it's really good, frankly. What the heck is that? It's like a big wolf. In reality, like, people thought it was, like, a, maybe a timber wolf or something along those lines. Striped hyena? Yep. Some people thought it was an exotic animal that a royal bought as a pet that got loose and then started, like, killing things. People thought it was a shaved lion. Um, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Like, it was... And there were people who thought oh, so this... it was a werewolf, too. <coughs> so this is a thing that actually happened. Yes. This it... is a historical event. Yes, it was. I told you that. <laughs> I didn't I, know. I told you it was based on real events and then hyper-fantasized uh, for uh, for the movie. Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking about, like, the actual, like, the creature itself. Yes. Um, yeah, like, it, 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 it murdered a bunch of animals and people. Creature or creatures. And they did catch it, but apparently its body, like, the body either, like, was destroyed beyond recognition or just disappeared. In a lot of my research that I found, but it's a it's a real life monster story. You can look it up. Well, they apparently stuffed it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they did, they like they did eventually get the beast and they did stuff it, but like you can't find its body anymore. Like oh well, yeah, because it would have decomposed. Like this is yeah, from 17... like they didn't they did this like, is the 1700s. Yeah, like... they couldn't really preserve it the way that they do now. So like it that's part of the reason it's like like basically you basically have the accounts of the people who were actually there to work off of because all the physical evidence has has been destroyed as it were. Yeah, so like the the main hypothesis it was a, it was a pack of wolves or a wolf. Yeah. Like either a very big wolf or some kind of creature like some kind of other animal from another country that was brought in as an exotic pet that escaped and then started rampaging in the countryside it's neat though really neat story no apparently blumhouse is making a version a movie about the creature of course they are <laughs> could be good oh and power wolf released a song about it yep yeah that was on their last album it all comes back around. So anyway, though, so what I'm trying to say, though, is like, mm -hmm. was that a big hit, though? Like, did it actually succeed? I think it was, a, I think Brotherhood of the Wolf was a modest hit. Yeah, well, because I made, um, it was a 23 or $29 million budget and they made 70. Yeah. So like it did, it did pretty well, all things considered. It's not like one that people like. But is that a cryptid? If they caught the creature, then it's not really a cryptid anymore. But I think there's still the mystery behind exactly what it was, because there's theory, but they don't... There's no, like, photographic evidence of, like, what exactly it was. But, like, so so in that in that case, though, then Jaws would be a cryptid. <laughs> Fair enough. There was no photographic... Yeah, but sharks are real, and it was based on a book. <laughs> like, it was... Yeah, but, like... But it was a rogue shark, like a man-eating shark. Yeah, like, sharks are real life, are like, they don't specifically go after people. Yeah, and that's what I mean, like, is that technically longer cryptid then? Like, I don't think it does. No. Like, that's where for me, like, I don't know if but I But again, can... we, don't, we don't know what it was. It's like a wolf. Yeah, but was it? 
I don't know. There's no physical evidence anymore. We don't know. Is it still attacking people? Yes. It's not. Well, no, not anymore. I'm saying, is it still? Because, like, so you have to assume. I misunderstood the question. Because, like, because at at the end of the day, it's the same idea as like people thinking that there's a singular Bigfoot. Yeah. That's that's silly because like it is silly. It's the same thing with singular Loch Ness monster. It's like no, I highly doubt one creature would last that long. Although in theory, like that could be why there's less sightings of these creatures just happen to die off right when they were just beginning to be discovered. Could you imagine that? That's why, like... Nessie's about to reveal themselves to the world, and it's dead. Oh, yep, and that's why we've never found the Loch Ness Monster. It's... <laughs> just died. It's uh, a couple frames after the uh, that famous were- uh, werewolf. Um, the famous uh, Bigfoot uh, film. A couple frames afterwards, it wandered off in the woods, had a heart attack, and just <laughs> <laughs> fell into a river. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> but I think I think if we do count that one, that's the closest that I can think of. Yep, to like a successful like big monster movie. Because creature from the Black, Black Lagoon, I wouldn't count. No. Um, there are movies about like uh, Chupacabra. But are there? I think so. I watched a really bad one in college. <laughs> I watched a really bad one. I wouldn't say that's successful then. Well, no, I'm just saying it's a film that exists. I cannot remember what it's called for the life. Godzilla of me. count? It, obviously. Yes. There's so many people that think Godzilla's real. <laughs> I mean, you've seen the movies. It you, has to be real. Yeah. They had to hire an actual that, that giant. Was a, that was a documentary. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Found footage. Found footage. The just fo- like the events that happened in Cloverfield are totally. The footage you're about to see was locked away by the Japanese government. It's true. I know. I know. Pacific Rim is my favorite found footage movie. <laughs> I agree. Yep. Um, I yeah. feel like we are missing like a major one. Yeah. Like. Um. Oh man. Because I brought up Wendigos, but again, Wendigos don't really count. It like for what we're talking about here. Um. Because a Wendigo, I think the I think the thing that separates like Wendigos and werewolves from this is like, well, those we're... aren't creatures; those are those are curses. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with vampires, mummy. Yeah, those are curses. Whereas, like, again, the closest thing to that would be the creature from the Black Lagoon because that was a creature that was an animal. Yeah, no, exactly. Is a, a humanoid that that existed years ago that is still surviving to this day. Yeah. Um. So that's and that's where the question is: is like. Why do I feel like I'm forgetting a major one? Harry and the Hendersons, I think, is the main answer. <laughs> that yeah. is, that's the best answer we got. One day, I'd love to see, um, I'd love to see... Schlock? Uh, Schlock. <laughs> Excellent. Amazon Women on the Moon, with uh, the segment about Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Jack the Ripper being uh, the Loch Ness monster. monster. Yeah. It's <laughs> Was this how it happened? Was Jack the Ripper really a 60-foot sea serpent from Scotland? Am I just doing this for a paycheck? We may never know the answer to these questions. But you decide. Bullshit or not. <laughs> Amazon Women on the Moon. What a, what a gem. What a, what, a, ge- what a weird movie. That we was... don't recommend watching it. But also... I do. Um, <laughs> it's a weird movie. It is. But it's also a great movie. In the best way possible. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I... I think here 
There's we a... stumbled upon a really difficult topic. We did. Um, <laughs> and isn't that what Feast of Films is all about? Stumbling until we hit gold or um, nothing. Or nothing. Because what, um... Okay, then. I'll I alter mean, the question ah, further. I know. John Wick. He is the Baba Yaga. He's the Baba Yaga. It's true. <laughs> the most successful, the cryptid. I will alter the question. Okay. Now pray I don't alter it any further. No, we probably will. What's a cryptid you would like to see a movie based on? Um. Also, there's the Mothman prophecies, but I've never actually watched to know yeah, if it's actually about I don't know how the much Mothman. the Mothman's actually, yeah. like, in that. Or if it's just, like, about the paranoia surrounding it, but, like... Yeah. No, it's like... It's been on my list for years. Well, like, because we've discussed before, because, like, we both we both read um, <laughs> De-Evolution by Max Brooks, which yeah. which is just, like, just a fantastic read, fantastic story, like, Bigfoot and all that. And I would, like, I would legitimately love to see that turned into a TV show, because it's just, it's the best, like, as far as, like, making Bigfoot seem like a real creature that could exist and how that would work. It's the closest depiction I've seen, in all honesty. Yes, but that is not my, what I question. That's not my. Wow, that was awful. That was not my question. That was my, wah, wah. my question. My mouth decided that it wanted. Well, it wasn't tea. my question. Uh, yes, that was not what I asked you, sir. I would like it if you answered the question. Please answer what I said. All right, I'm going to answer the question right now. What I asked was. <laughs> What cryptid would you want to see in a movie? Well, let's see here for a second. I guess Bigfoot's an answer to that. Bigfoot like... is an answer, but there's so many Bigfoot movies. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with us? I don't know. A lot. Uh, sleep deprivation? Could be part of it. It's true. It's, that's a big one. Um, cause like I got a shared brain. I'm going to exclude Bigfoot from the conversation, because that's too easy. Well, and like in... Because there are decent, there are decent Bigfoot movies that exist, and there's a lot of them. Um, so like that one's been covered pretty thoroughly. Um, and like honestly, like a like a really good Loch Ness monster movie would be really cool to see. Yeah, I like, can agree. Like I would, that would be really like that would be a neat one to see. Um. Oh, um, actually, um, one that doesn't get brought up as much, um, you know, uh, the Thunderbirds? Yeah. Thunderbird would be kind of neat to see, like, a, like a horror movie where, like, someone's being stalked out in the woods by a giant bird. That'd be kind of neat. Um, friggin', uh, oh, what's another one? Because, uh, that Ninjen one that you mentioned, like... I always thought that would be an interesting one to see. Like, not necessarily, like, a monster movie, but, like, somebody looking for a creature like that in the Antarctic could be really neat. More of an exploratory film. See, and I feel like that that would be, like, a... more of a thing to make a, an appearance in a movie. Yeah. No, that's fair. Like, just something, like, weird that happens within the course of the film. Yeah. Um... Man, see that I've excluded Bigfoot. It's made this more difficult. Um, or do you find it more fun when people come up with their own creatures? Well, because at the end of the day, that's 
if a lot of the movies were like it's an original creature that exists, um, you can have a lot more fun with that because like you get to make up the rules. When you're dealing with uh, creatures like this, everyone's kind of got their own kind of version of them, so to speak. True. Which which kind of makes it difficult. Like it's the same thing with like any mythological creature. Like there's so much, there's so many different interpretations that it makes it difficult to uh, truly make like a definitive version as a as it were as it were. Well, I mean, like again, that's where for the most part vampires are pretty consistent. But if you look at werewolves again, like there's so many there's so many like different rules and all that. Different takes on it. Yep, zombies as well. Like. There's so many different interpretations of zombies. Zambonis. Even Bigfoot. You got Harry and the Hendersons, and then you got the Legend of Boggy Creek. Um, and then you got the Evolution. You got you got the Mummy Three. Uh, the Curse of the. That's a Yeti. Oh, I'm so sorry. They are classified as different creatures. Oh, my apologies. Um, you can be sarcastic all you want. I'll pull up the evidence right here. It's a Yeti. Oh. Um, all right, so a Bigfoot, oh, a Bigfoot. I'm, I'm going to stick with the Loch Ness Monster, as it were. I think that would be kind of neat. By proxy, if someone did a movie about the Ogopogo, that could also be kind of cool. Um, a Bigfoot is, uh, basically, it's based in the North America, like the woods and stuff. Yep. Um, and they're basically, they're similar to Yetis, but they're different classifications. Just like the skunk skunk ape is. Oh. Um. Apparently, there's one called a Yaren. Where's that and one? An Almas. Um. The Yaren is in China. The Yeti is in the Himalayas. And the Almas is in a also in Asia. Okay. There's a lot of these in Asia. Neat. Oh, the Australian Yowie. Oh, yeah, actually, I've heard of that one. Oh, there's, uh... No, that's... That's the most Australian name for a, for a creature I have ever heard. Another great one, uh, there's the uh, Drop Bears. Have you not heard of Drop Bears? No. So the Drop Bears... I don't know if it really falls... Is it exactly how it sounds? Yes. Um, that's horrifying. <laughs> we'll see, because they, um... Basically, I found this out. This was never pulled on me in Australia, but um, basically, tourists in Australia, people will try to sell them like hats or helmets to be like, oh, you better wear this out in the wood, like in the forest when you're out there. Otherwise, you might, a uh, drop bear might get you. And people are like, drop bears? What's that? It's like, well, they look like koalas, except they have razor sharp teeth and they'll jump on you and rip your face off. And you're like, oh my God, I better buy this helmet. But in reality, what it is, is people will see koalas out in the woods, but people have now put this idea of a drop bear in their head, so then they'll get terrified of the koalas that are up in trees. <laughs> That's horrible. Right? That's, That's terrifying. That's right. Now imagine if it was like a drop bear was like the size of a grizzly. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just... Just wandering around. <laughs> what? Oh god! It's like it's got like wings, like a flying squirrel. It's like 
just just hang up in a tree like we the Pooh, waiting for someone to come by. And you're like, duh, 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 I'm, I'm why like Winnie the Pooh? I don't like. I just imagine him holding onto the tree like a sloth. You mean like a sloth? Like yeah. Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. The fictional stuffed bear? <laughs> yes. I think of bears. Um, yeah, it's like the very real drop bears that we are pitching right now. Um, but no, they've got, they've got like wings like a flying squirrel. They wait up in trees, as bears do, and uh, they wait for people to walk by and then they body slam them. <laughs> That's terrifying. You're just doing based in Australia where it's just like, someone trying to survive in Australia, and they encounter all these cryptids. Yes, perfect. I'm surprised you didn't say Mongolian Deathworm. The Mongolian Deathworms are pretty terrifying. There is a Mongolian Deathworm movie, I'm pretty sure. I think I've seen the art for it. I think it's an Asylum movie, though. Of course it is. Like It's it's like a Tremors ripoff or what, or what have you. Um, Yeah. So there you go. There's a drop bears. You would pick drop bears. I would. I would make the drop. I'd make the most terrifying drop bear movie you've ever seen. Um, but no, it's just it's literally just a way to scare scare tourists and sell them helmets and make them look like like weirdos. It's a good time. Um. Yeah. No. That. Uh, I think. Yeah. Loch Ness monster because. I got, I got, I'm a sucker for a good, like, uh, waterborne adventure. Uh, I think that could be legitimately scary if you did it right. No, that's fair. Yeah. How about yourself? What you thinking? I mean, the businessman in me who's been on the internet for too long knows that there's a market for Mothman. <laughs> Maybe not the best market, but there's a market. There's a market for it, you know. There's a, there's a very in-depth uh, lore to the Mothman. No, the, the problem is the fans of Mothman want to have a relationship with mothman it's weird there's a lot of people who really love mothman and think that he's sexy we've already brought furries into the conversation so this isn't too far off it's true <laughs> um like it's maybe this would be taking too much from like american world in london but like there's those like the the rumored giant cats in england like Oh, there's another one. Like, if we're talking about giant uh, creatures, I just remembered this. Apparently, there are um, reports going back as far as, like, the 1910s and whatnot of uh, explorers who explored the Amazon, and they encountered, like, five-foot-long, like, tarantulas. Yep. And I'm like, that's <laughs> that's a big old well, nope. Like, um, same thing in the Amazon, I think it is. There's the Mekelian Bembe, which is basically a gigantic it's it's just an apatosaurus basically oh yeah, yeah i've heard of that these i think it's there let's see if i can find well that's kind of like i liked um in kong skull island because they kind of took a lot of like like this uh like the republican congo of congo so not yeah. in not in the kind of in africa like uh like a lot of the king kong movies they kind of take the idea of like the like the amazonian gigant gigantism type deal and they kind of run with it with different creature designs so, that's kind of neat. Um, but yeah, like there's um, the Beast of Exmoor. Exmoor. And it's basically like a gigantic cat that roams mm. the fields and eats people. Yeah. 
Like, that would be kind of cool. Like, there's not enough killer cat movies, I find. Like, it's always, like, it's always werewolves. I'm not saying I want a werecat movie, but just, like... Well, because uh, there are werecat movies, for sure. But just, like, one about, just, like, a... Again, it's... Imagine taking the scenes from American Werewolf in London, but, like, it's a jungle cat, as opposed to... Yeah. It's still terrifying. Yeah. Could be fun. That's the thing. I'm just unsure. I feel like creating your own would be better. Well, at the end of the day, yeah, because, like, again, like I said, you, you get to make up the rules, and then you don't have people on the internet be like, eh, that's not how the Jersey Devil works, or whatever the hell. You don't know how it works. No one knows how it works. Exactly. It's just fictional creatures. <laughs> fictional characters. Fictional characters. Um, so, yeah. I would say, uh, I'd say that, yeah, so, giant, a uh, cat? Giant cat from you and and uh, the the Owl Man softcore movie and Mothman you mean Mothman <laughs> I don't know where Owl Man came from I think uh, DC Comics DC Comics there we go that that's already <laughs> Zack Snyder made that movie exactly um <laughs> that's Night Owl Night Owl right no I just want <laughs> just want a movie where Patrick Wilson's just in a giant owl costume. Oh, he's who had a cast as Mothman. Ah, uh, I'm a, I'm a Mothman. Ah, uh. yes, perfect. Um, I guess so. Like it's I don't, I, at the end of the day, like it's really hard. I find it's really hard playing in folk folklores like this because there's such little information out there right because again it's a lot of like speculation based on an appearance that somebody saw it's like um well and a lot of um a lot of cryptids also get placed into different categories too like there's um the beast of bray road which is in wisconsin that people are just like oh it's a werewolf and it's like couldn't just be its own thing i guess um so that happens sometimes um so yeah. Surprised there's not a movie on that. I think I feel like there should be. There's uh there's a couple books, um, and there's different stories about like uh different uh werewolf encounters in Wisconsin, from what I gather. It's a weird like subculture thing. Cause from what I gather, um somebody called into a radio station saying, Hey, I was driving down a back road and I saw a giant uh thing that looked like a, a wolf man attack me and then and then suddenly everybody started seeing them like it was like nothing and then suddenly oh my god i saw the wisconsin wolf man i saw it i am a witness yep um so it's definitely a thing but like yeah i'm kind of terrifying i don't i know there's that movie i think it's really called monster where it's like uh oh there is a movie there is yeah we'll have to look that up it's called the Beast of Bray, Bray Road, and it, it has two stars. Oh, well, <laughs> the, the, well, there's your answer. Oh, there's two movies. Oh, well, how many stars does the other one have? Uh, two and a half. Oh, they, we got an uptick. Yes, so maybe could be, could it exists, but... Well, well, that's a lot, of mov- like, a lot of movies based on these characters. It's just like, I, I want to do... I want to make a monster movie... But I also don't want to pay for copyright for these monsters. Oh, you'd be paying copyright for 
cryptids? I don't think anyone owns. Well, a no, like I, I, I guess it depends. Yeah, no, never mind. I don't know what copyright came into it. I think it. I honestly, again, I think it just comes down to marketability. Right. I don't think there's a big enough audience for this stuff. You'd need to like make it look like a really good horror movie or a really good science fiction. Yeah. And then have the cryptid kind of slipped in there. Yeah. Because I think if you marketed it as just a straight up cryptid movie. Yeah. Minus Bigfoot, and even then, again, like, I don't think Bigfoot... Well, because, again, uh, Bigfoot's kind of got enough, like, public... Like, enough people know what Bigfoot is that it's, like, kind of up there with zombies and all that, where it's, like, there's but I don't think knowledge. But I don't think people would go and see it, just being like, hey, look, a Bigfoot movie, they'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess so. All right, I guess we're here. You'd still have to make it look good. You'd still have to, like... Of course. Well, at the end of the day, you, you, just, you try to make movies look good. I would assume, but... Uh... And that the thing is, the marketability isn't there to keep fostering that. The reason why zombie movies keep getting made is because zombies are marketable. Werewolves are the same thing. Vampires are the same thing. Yeah. That's that's why, if you look at all the sequels for the Universal Monster movies, um, there's, like, what, 20 different ones for any of the ones I just listed, and then there's, like, three for the creature? <laughs> yeah. Clint Eastwood's in one. Yes. That's, that's, a, that's a thing you could say about one of the sequels. There's pretty much, like, one good creature from the Black Lagoon movie. Yeah, it's the first one. Yeah, and, like, you don't really... Like, I can't speak, though, because I've actually seen the other ones. That's fair. That's and fair. neither have you. I am talking on my butt on that one. You are. You're lying to everybody. Lying to our audience. I'm sorry, audience. How dare you? I will watch the Creature from the Black Lagoon movies, and I will report back. How did we get here? I, uh, well, um, depends on who you ask. Um... It, it, when when the universe came together, there was a big bang, and then uh, I mean, talk about cryptids in film. This oh is... right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I sat down today, this is not what I expected us to talk about. No, that's true. It, it isn't that you know what, and you know what? Who cares? It was fun. We had a good time. I think so. I think it's been good. Yeah. Um. Did you want to? We kind of already had a bit of a question on that, like. Trying to think if there's anything else you want to discuss on topic with that. I still want to know what your parents wouldn't let you watch. I really, again, Saw and Hostel, those are the only two things I could think of through this whole Wait, conversation. Not American Pie, that wasn't on the list of no watches. I didn't, wa I didn't care about watching American Pie. Really? Yeah. Like, well, you it, as a prepubescent teenage boy No, I, just, I didn't, didn't want to see the movie that was like about sex. I didn't, I didn't care. I legitimately didn't care. I am surprised. As, uh, me too. Um... <laughs> Nobody's more shocked than I am, I assure you. Um, no, like... Uh, okay, what was one of the movies your parents made you put back? Like, that you were like, Mom, Mom, I want to see this. And they're like, mm, probably not. Or wait till you're older, or... Or was it exclusively just Saw and Hostel? Um, I feel like it was Saw and Hostel... Because, like, I feel like, um, I feel like the Dawn of the Dead remake was one that, like, they eventually got whittled down on. Like, I, because it looked scary from the trailers and all that. Um, but eventually we ended up watching it. I think we watched it as a family, come to think of it. Um. It is a family picture. It is a family picture. Um. Yeah, because, like, for the most part, most of the stuff I was interested in was just stuff that they were fairly cool with, for the most part. I don't recall, like, any movies that, like, unless it was, like, like really severe violence, like, people against people, then it was it was an issue. Like I said, with the Hostel and, uh, Hostel and Saw and all that jazz. 
I think I ended up seeing those movies, like, at friends' places and all that, which, like, I did eventually see them, but, yeah, for the most part, it was just, like, oh, you wanna, you wanna watch, uh, the Gary Oldman Dracula movie? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, oh, you wanna watch, uh, the old Universal Monster movies? Oh, that's fine. Hey, you want, uh, here's a VHS of The Crow. Here's a VH, uh, go, oh, you went to your grandparents' place? Oh, we're gonna watch The Terminator now. <laughs> So, like, it's, um, pretty much it just, I kind of just lucked out in a lot of the movies that, like, I was allowed to watch were just kind of movies that they were cool with to begin with. But there definitely were ones that were restricted. I know for you, is a very different story in that regard. Again, it was based mainly off of ratings, and then I hit a point where my parents were like, well, you can watch what you want now, I guess. We don't like it, but you can do it. <laughs> You're you're an adult now. You can make your own decisions. I was sixteen. I was not an adult. You're 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 almost an adult. You can make your own decisions. Um, I went through my notes actually, and I did find a question that does kind of relate to this. Okay. And it's kind of the opposite of what I just asked. Sure. Um, because Paige asked a long time ago. She gave me an idea for, um, for a question. Sure. Um, what was one of the movies that you always re-rented? Like, what was your go-to? multiple like you would always pick it up no matter what you would always go and you'd be like oh yeah let's get this title that's a great question well like another one that one's kind of tough because like at the end of the day if i rented something i really liked i usually just ended up buying it um when i even when you were like five like when you were a child well that wasn't doing a lot of that uh was doing a lot of renting when i was a child Really? Yeah. Man, no, we were renting movies, like, mom, as young as I remember, like, we would go and rent movies. Well, usually it was, like, mom would, like, we'd go to the video store and all that, and, like, well, we, we had a lot of movies, and we ended up buying a lot of movies. Like, mom would buy VHSs and all that. Okay. So, like, we didn't really, that I can recall, we didn't really do a whole lot of uh, renting movies until, like, we were a bit older and be like, ah, these are the movies I want to watch. Before that, it was just, we go to the video store and, like, mom would be like, hey, what do you think of these movies? Like, ah, that. And then we will go and rent a couple and we watch those. So, so it didn't do a whole lot of like re renting of things because usually after watching something, I'm like, oh, I gotta buy that. And then I would just buy it. And sometimes I would actually have the option to buy from the rental store, which was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. Um, had a there's a couple of random mass movies in my collection because of that. Um, I honestly feel like because I, I couldn't find. Honestly, I think, thinking about it, I think Dog Soldiers was one of the movies that I did rent a couple times because I couldn't find it anywhere to buy Yeah. at the time. So, like, that one, that one I think was one that I did rent a couple times because I was like, dude, you gotta watch this movie. It's so awesome. And then, um, for the most part, other than that, it was usually like I'd rent it and then I'd end up buying it. So, how about yourself? Um, it's less about movies. And it was specifically, like, VHSs of Batman the Animated Series. Ah, okay. Like, there were specifically, there was these four that I remembered that had, one had Batman's face on it, one had Poison Ivy's, one had the Penguin, and I think one was Two-Face. Okay. And they would just have random episodes on it, and I would, I'd be watching those on, I'd be watching the cartoon on Saturday morning anyway. But then we go to the video store, and I'd be like, I want to watch these specific episodes! And, like, I don't know what it was about that, but I would always go to those, like, right away. Same thing with, um, 
like there were any with Spider-Man episodes, any X-Men, anything like that. Anything that existed as like a show that I could watch on Saturday that I could then put in and watch whenever. Uh, Dragonheart was actually the other one. Oh, yeah. I would consistently rent Dragonheart from VHS to DVD. Okay. Like, and then eventually I bought it. But, right. uh, yeah, no, the first Dragonheart is one that I watched over and over. Oh, and another thing that made my life slightly different than yours. Library. Yeah. We rented videos from the library a lot more, or borrowed, because it wasn't a rental. Right. Whereas, like, library was pretty much just books for us. Our, our library? VHSs. That's where I watched the first Star Trek movies. That's where I watched um, Planet of the Apes from. That's hmm. where I watched... Um, the Narnia BBC one, like the really crappy BBC 80s one. Right. Um, that I borrowed, and those I borrowed on repeat from the library. Okay. Like, all the time. So for me, it was a lot of, like, there was the video rentals, but Mom figured out that I liked... Actually, I think Logan's Run came from the library. I am pretty sure that's where we got that. Okay. Because mom figured out I liked watching movies. Oh, it's in a library. It must be classy. <laughs> that, well, that's, and that's it. Mom mom saw that. Oh, Abbott and Costello. A lot of those classic ones. Actually, that's where I found, oh my goodness, I'm having memories flood back into oh my, my brain. Oh my God. That's how I found the Universal Monster movies. Was through the library. Because Abbott and Costello had those crossovers. Okay. And they were in the library. And it started with The Invisible Man, which made me read the book. And then it just started the spiral. Mom and dad are 100% responsible for me watching horror movies. Oh my goodness. This is all your fault. This is, they're not watching. Uh, this, I, this is great. I have so much fuel to, like, we're doing great. I don't need fuel. But, like, anytime they question me, that's amazing. It's, their, it's their fault because they allowed me to borrow these books from the, or these movies from the library. And yeah, like, that was. That's really funny. That was where. A lot of my knowledge about movies came from. Again, mom found that loophole. And they really nurtured me. Like, the more and more I think about it. Because, like, through high school, early college, it's like, yeah, mom and dad never supported my movie. Me, 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 me. <laughs> and then as I've gotten older Being and thought an back. To, yeah. And, like, I thought back at more and more. And, like, no. They nurtured the crap out of me with this. Again, every single Sunday was popcorn and Wonderful World of Disney. We were watching movies at least once a week. Mm -hmm. that's okay that's more than most families do just had an epiphany right on there um and then mom saw i liked watching movies and i loved reading books and she found a place that i could get both for free and would anytime i'd ask she'd take me like every week every few weeks it'd be like can we go to the library and she'd be like yep and she'd take us and we'd go to the library <laughs> And I'd, I'd literally walk out with, like, a stack of books this big and a stack of movies as big as that. And, yeah, in the in the week that I had to rent them or borrow them, demolish them. I would just go through all of them. The library probably hated that you kept demolishing their books. No, they loved it. Like, I brought oh, them here, here comes that guy. It's all just smash cassette tapes. <laughs> Sowie. <laughs> I love them, but no one else can. <laughs> this is for me only. No, like, it was great. Like, it's, when I think, and, like, it, it kind of sounds like I had a lonely childhood. I had friends, <laughs> and I did things. But a lot of time spent growing up for me was me in my own little world, in my own little space, and just absorbing as much content as I could. 
And that's totally carried forward into, like, me as an adult. Yeah. There's a reason why, like, the two of us, why I sit down and say, let's watch something new or, like, let's watch a movie. Yeah. Let's throw on a movie. We can, sure, we can binge this show, but let's watch a movie. Yeah. And, like, that's... Well, I mean, yeah, we just went through a whole bunch of ghost movies the other day. It was it was fantastic. If I could, if I could schedule, like, a two-hour time slot with, like, every one of my friends once a week just to sit down and watch a new movie with them or show them a movie... 100% I would do that. Mm. Like, be like, okay, you get Sundays, you get Mondays, you get Tuesdays, you get Wednesdays. I would do that because I love... Uh, I got an opening on Thursday. And I was, I was just, how's Thursday work for you? I love those shared experiences, though. And I love, mm? I love sharing movies with people that I've discovered or that I had discovered a long time ago. Yeah. And, like, and a lot of that was fostered by my parents. And it's not that they sat down and watched these movies with me because a lot of times they had no interest in half the stuff I was watching. Yeah. But they made sure I was nurtured in that way. And, like, I don't know. I don't hold it against them at all. And, again, the more and more I think about it, the more I actually owe them what I want to do. Because they saw that I loved something enough that they encouraged that. And, yeah, like, and that's... To answer a question long for <laughs> short, there was a lot that I re-rented. And right. re-borrowed. Because there was a... Well, I mean, again, before I moved out here, there was 20 years of me doing that stuff. Yeah. So, like, like I've only, that's two-thirds of my life that I spent dedicated to watching books, watching books, watching and, books read, and, and reading, reading movies. movies. Watching movies and reading books. Like, that's. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that, was a, that was an insightful and wholesome answer, I <laughs> that would was say. A, I don't know where it came that from, but like, like, it was like, <laughs> like, it was just like suddenly and this thing and, and, and the library an on switch and it was just a flood of just like the library, yeah, and, and books in the library, movies. Well, and it was interesting too because like the VHS cases in the library, yep, weren't the original VHS cases, right? They were VHSs that were in there, and then they were like printed on black and white paper yep. in the clear plastic ones, yeah. And I understand why, because, again, you don't want to damage the case, I guess, if they're wanting to resell these ever. Yeah. But also, it was just really weird. And trying to actually see, like, what the artwork <laughs> on the on the was uh, cover a, was, because it's this was a crappy... high-resolution uh, print No, this here. was crappy printer, like, like black-and-white old-school printer, where it's just, like, pixels and pixels. Like, maybe that's also why things look like Boris, horror movies to me. Boris Karloff looking like a Lego figure. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I think that's his eyes. I hope that's his eyes. I, I think I think I'm looking at a Dracula. Is it Dracula? I don't know what I'm looking at, and I'm can't, I'm afraid what I'm feeling right now. Can't tell if Dracula or Bob the Builder. <laughs> Bob the Dracula. <laughs> you were gonna say, "Can we suck it?" Yes, yes I can. was. That, not gonna say that. Ah, uh, but you just did. Not to, no. You said it. You said it, so I didn't have to. I said you were gonna say. There's, there's there's a sound clip of you on the internet saying, "Can we do that thing that you said?" Oh, not, you're so bashful. Not you're today, so red. internet. Not uh, today. I'm gonna I'm gonna color correct your face at this moment to turn steam red. Steam coming out of my ears. I'm not putting that much effort into it. I'm just gonna <laughs> isolate your face and make you so embarrassed. Oh my god. Crosser, it's just a thing you said. Say it with me. No, you just said Can we suck it? <laughs> yeah, yes, we can. Well, you said you could do it, so. <laughs> uh, what is... 
chickened out there, man. You you backpedaled so hard. I don't even. It's fine. This. Uh, use your imagination. I, <laughs> so where can the good people find you, bro? The, the people can find me on my Instagram at that J Prosser, which I have not been as active on as I'd like to be. Um, but I I will hopefully be more active in the future. Um, and they can also find my YouTube, uh, Jesse Prosser, where you can find short films that I have directed and been a part of. And then you can also find Ethan and I's feature film, Damned Rights, on realhouse.org. Give it a buy or give it a rent. See what you think. So on this Instagram, are they going to find your cosplay of Bob the Builder as Dracula? No, funny story about that. Um, Wait, what? No, uh, when I was growing up, I did go as red green one halloween okay and people kept saying i was bob the builder and i was very upset <laughs> they're very different costumes right they're completely different color were, palettes. You, wear, were you wearing a hard hat no i was wearing the a fisherman regular, hat right yes yeah if you're like oh nice bob the builder costume you were wearing a plaid shirt i'm guessing yes and, and the, had suspenders yes 100 percent. i looked did you have a beard no actually yeah yeah no it was pat like mom i'm pretty sure did makeup so maybe look like bob, bob the builder doesn't have a beard exactly no so they're like oh he's a kid obviously it's bob the builder you're a canadian kid so obviously it's not yeah right no i was clearly red green from the red green show but people kept saying i was bob the builder Wait, i was when very did bob the builder come out I don't know. Well, that was a newer show. I don't know. Sorry, we're derailing this outro because I'm very <laughs> gonna... confused by this. No, I was I was very upset because I was like, no, I... Bob the Builder, British animate film, in 1998. Yeah, it would have been when I was about six or oh, so. Oh, goodness. Modern Bob looks terrifying. Oh? Yeah. Modern Bob looks human. Because there's Bob the Builder, huh. and then that's... Like what is that? We're gonna we're gonna put Bob the Builder's face up just so you guys can see the picture we're looking at. Um, that's that's horrifying. That's that's that, how is that more? How like, is that more horrifying than just like the circle with other circles on it? Like how else we describe his face? Like that's like it's an oval with other circles. Yeah, like, and then this is like, just a hyper. Like Bob looks non-threatening. He, yo, Bob looks like a working man before, and now he's just some kid. Looks like. Uh, Looks like uh, Sid from uh, from Toy Story. He grew up, changed his name to Bob. Yep. And now has talking. <laughs> no, his 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 uh, tools don't talk to him. He just had a mental breakdown from the toys talking to him. <laughs> that he's like everything talks to me now. <laughs> Isn't that right, places. laptop? Yes, it is, Bob. <laughs> I join you, but the hard drive's hooked up to mine. <laughs> it's a. Uh... That's alarming. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll put up a picture look, of new and old Bob the Builder so you have context for what we're looking at here. Old Bob looks like, you know, just he looks like a cartoon character. New Bob looks like he's going to eat me. <laughs> you tell me that's the face of a cannibal, I'll believe you. <laughs> Especially, like, the, the bloodlust in his eyes. Bob the cannibal. <laughs> can we eat it? Yes. Yes, we can. I'd be offended if you didn't. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Anyway, people can find me at yes. Ethan R. Hill on Instagram. You can also find me at Ethan R. Hill on YouTube. Um, and then you can find our film where he said. Um, but yes, you should cosplay as uh, Bob the Builder as Dracula. That sounds like a good time. Sounds like a great time. You got the head shape for it. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, maybe, maybe for Halloween I'll do... Just be Dracula as a construction worker, basically. 
No, we got. It's got to be like a mashup. It's got to be like I want. To, that's the theme. I for want Halloween. to build your house. <laughs> that's the theme for Halloween this year. Is we got to figure out uh, mashup costumes. That sounds like a plan. So and you have Bob the Builder and uh, Dracula. Yes, Bob the Vampire. Can he build it? Bob. Maybe. Will you be alive to enjoy it? No. No. The worst part is he never sees the inside of the houses he's built. <laughs> Come on, invite me in. I want to see my handiwork. <laughs> no, you're going to eat me. Maybe, but I want who's, to see who, my house. Who's to say what I'm going to do? I am respected construction worker. <laughs> well, on that note, I think that's a good place to end the show I today. Think, All right. I think so. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>